Where's Your Head At? A podcast turning mental health into a conversation. Brought to you by the Bauer Media Group. Hello and welcome to the Where's Your Head At? podcast. I'm Andrea Zara. Where's Your Head At? is a joint collaboration between Bauer Media, Natasha Devon MBE and Mental Health First Aid England. We launched this campaign in 2018, petitioning for a change in law for better mental health provisions in workplaces and colleges across the UK. A part of this is also making mental health an everyday conversation. In this episode, we're joined by E.L. Booker, who, like some of our other podcast guests, found fame very suddenly after appearing in Love Island in 2018. E.L. talks about how he's dealt with life afterwards and that he doesn't believe it was the duties of the Love Island producers to make sure he was okay. Also, why he avoids reading those type of comments on social media and how his family and friends have supported him along the way. E.L. starts the conversation by delving into his own personal experience with his mental health. I believe it's just like physical health. I believe it fluctuates and you have to keep it in check. And so the way I like to keep my body healthy, I also like to keep my mind healthy. And so I think it's, it's definitely been on a journey and some days are better than others. I don't think I suffer from any specific mental health problems but I believe that I fluctuate some days I'm more down than other days and some days I'm happier um, and more resilient to things. I believe it's so important to talk about mental health because I think everyone has mental health you know mental health is just about your mind and it's about the good days and the bad days and we're all human you know we all suffer from mental health in some way shape or form and so the more open we are about it the more honest we can be with ourselves and with each other and the more we can be aware of people and how they're suffering or feeling is there anything in particular that positively impacts your mood would you say training um i think that it it allows me to start my day with a clear head. I almost, I almost see it as meditation. You know, it's, it's an hour of my day before my day gets started where I'm completely switched off and just focusing on my training and working out and it completely clears my mind. And I see the difference in myself if I start my day training or if I start my day without training. And what about kind of the negative impact then? What would you say isn't so good for your mental health? The negative impact for my mental health is being stuck in my own head and not being able to kind of break away from that. So I think it's very much if I'm if I if there's something on my mind and I and I'm not doing anything to get it off my mind, if I'm not um, kind of like utilizing my time, then I'm just sat there thinking about something. And I think that that negatively impacts my mental health and I also think if I probably going out and partying too much and drinking then like the next kind of days when you're hungover that has a negative impact on my mental health and I'll feel more down and kind of in a in a darker place than usual the more you talk about things the the less you feel like it's a burden on yourself and you're alone in the world how do you think people can help others who might be suffering I think people can help others that are suffering from mental health issues just by being aware of mental health and remembering that everyone is on their own journey, is going at their own paces, is leading their own life and you never know what somebody is going through until you walk a day in their shoes and we're never going to be able to do that. So be mindful, be conscious of the way that people are feeling and every word has has meaning to it and so make sure you're conscious of what you're saying to somebody because you don't know how that's going to affect them and also be there for people. So we're hearing a lot at the moment about reality TV and the mental health impact it can have on the people who are involved. Did you find it difficult when you first 
came out of Love Island and were in the spotlight all of a sudden. So when it comes to reality TV and mental health, I think, of course, you go from, like, it, it can be so overwhelming. You go from being almost... Uh, not a nobody, because nobody's a nobody, but yeah, nobody to a somebody in terms of the public eye. And so it's an overwhelming process. And I think if you don't have a support network of family and friends around you that are looking out for you and keeping you grounded, it can be a really dangerous thing to go into. But then again, if you know yourself, if you know who you are and you are confident in yourself and proud to be yourself, then then I think you, you just learn to work with it. You know, Again, no matter who you are, not every day is going to be a good day. And people don't know you unless they know you. So you've got to take comments with a pinch of salt, really, sometimes. What kind of support did you feel that you got when you came out of the show? Did you feel like you got enough from perhaps the producers and things like that? Is there an element of responsibility there? Yeah, there's definitely an element of responsibility from the show, but I always knew that there was an open door of communication. They made that extremely clear to all of us. And if I felt like I needed to reach out, then I could reach out and there would be a support network there. And they would check in every now and again, you know. But we also, we go back to our own lives. We're not their responsibility after that. And so it was down to my family and friends who saw that I was having a bad day and would come and say, oh, what's going on, you know, talk to me about this and you'll talk about it and you'll feel so much better. And I just wanted to go back to something you said about, you know, how every, you know, word has an impact. Yes. Social media is obviously a massive part of that and, you know, what kind of impact has that had for you? People's opinions have never really bothered me too much because I like to do what I want to do. Of course, if you're sat there day in, day out reading the trolling and the malicious comments because sadly social media is full of that, then it's gonna it's gonna hurt. And no matter how resilient you are, you're gonna take it personally. But I think you've got to be wise to the fact that try and ignore it. Don't look at it. Don't go searching for people's hate towards you because it's, it's not going to do anything for your confidence. And do you feel people do do that, you know, kind of morbid curiosity type thing? Yeah, I think people want to see what people are saying about them. And so sadly they look and then they see what they don't want to see. And I think you have to, you've got to think about it like this, that the trolls that are out there, if they saw you on the street, would they come up and say the things that they're saying on social media? No, because really they're cowards and they're doing it for the purpose of trying to gain interactions on this platform. So they just want more traffic coming to their page. They want more likes and hopefully to gain more followers. Really, they're not, they're not personally attacking you. They just think that that comment is going to gain the most interest from people around them. We're looking at that lovely photo of you, you know, black and white, you look really happy, massive smile on your face. You post it on social media, but you, you say that it perhaps wasn't necessarily the case that you were feeling as happy as you look. To be honest, I wasn't having the best day when I posted it. I posted it because, I guess, it was at a time where I was having a better time. And within that day, I was just feeling a little bit down, you know, a little bit of uncertainty took over. And I think I was stuck in my own head. And so I wanted to keep in line with the content that I was posting and post a happy picture to make my audience think I was happy, I guess. So what pressures did you feel at the time? Pressures, I think just pressures of life, you know, um, uncertainty on so many different levels and, and not really knowing what is coming next and I think that that can be quite difficult um, because as much as I know what I want to achieve it's sometimes it's sometimes hard to get there and so you just feel, feel a little bit overwhelmed. What do you think life would be like without social media? 
life would be a very different place without social media, but I actually think social media has some incredible pros to it. You know, it allows anyone anywhere to interact with people. It allows us to raise awareness on things that are so important and that matter. And so I think social media is an incredible platform. It's just been slightly abused lately. And I think we can direct it back on track in order for us to gain the most out of it. And do you think those social platforms perhaps need to do more to combat online trolling? I think they need to have harsher consequences. You know, there are no consequences for trolls. And I understand that it's freedom of speech and you should be allowed to have your opinion and say what you want. But some things are unnecessary and they're malicious and you don't know how that's affecting the other person behind the screen. So I think social media as a whole needs to make people more aware and maybe bring in some consequences for people whose opinions really have no substance and no context or meaning to anything besides being malicious towards someone else. What about society as a whole? How do you think that society can support people's mental illness and mental health? I think society as a whole can support mental health and mental illness just by talking about it more, becoming more and more aware of the fact that it really does exist and it doesn't differentiate between man, woman, child or elderly person or whoever you are and whatever you are, it can affect you. And I think the sooner we come to terms with the fact that there's a lot of people out there that are suffering in silence and as soon as we come to terms with the fact that we can all help each other then then the more we can do thank you el for supporting our campaign and just normalizing the conversation around mental health which is so important in the next episode we're joined by fern mccann who talks about her turbulent pregnancy and how the drama she was going through with her ex affected her mental health also how appearing in towie was the catalyst that started her struggles with paranoia and anxiety if you've enjoyed this podcast found it enlightening reassuring maybe even just interesting or if it's talking about a subject matter that's close to your heart please do rate us and subscribe in the meantime i'm andrea zara be kind to others but most importantly be kind to yourself and remember it's good to talk where's your head at a podcast turning mental health into a conversation brought to you by the bauer media group 